Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here because we just had an interview with Jody Kowalczak. Most of you know her as Jody Weatherton, currently on the Challenge World Championship. We had a great interview with Jody where we talked about the Challenge World Championship. We went all the way back to the Duel, Inferno 2, Gauntlet 2, and it was a great conversation. What did the two of you think? What were the things that stuck out most to you? She's for real. You know what I mean? Like I felt talking to her, like she, who she is on the show and who she is in real life. It's the same person. Like you're Jody is Jody. And maybe on the show, she's game Jody. She's there to compete. But as a person, she, she just is who she is. And it came across really well and what we talked about. So I really enjoyed the conversation and I really enjoyed just how genuine she was. Yeah. You can see why MTV went back to the casting well with her, I guess. Uh, Paramount Plus went back to the casting well with her. Just very eager, easy to talk to. Um, gave a lot of information too that I thought was cool. Some uh, unanswered questions we we finally got around to. I don't think she could have been any nicer. I was really kind of, and there was no reason for I guess for me to think otherwise. But that's was my overall overall takeaways. She's about as nice as it gets. Um, hopefully, she's able to stick around as much as she can on World Championship. If you'd like to listen to the recaps that we do of the Challenge World Championship, you can go to patreon.com slash the Challenge Chronicles. Subscribe for $4 per month. We'll leave a link in the description below. Enjoy the interview that you're about to hear. So what uh, what brought you to South Korea? Um, you said that you were in Germany for four years. Uh, I feel like I heard an interview that talked about you talked about how your husband's job brought you there. Was that kind of what brought you to South Korea too? Or was it something different? No, yeah, it's my husband's job. So he supports the military. And so we're here um, for his job. And I was able to find a full-time job when we lived in Germany. I worked at the Army Wellness Center. I absolutely loved it, loved my job, cried buckets when I had to leave. But here, it's a different story. Spouses are just, (laughs) it's almost impossible to find a job. And I have been looking since we moved here, but it's been really hard. So my job is the challenge right now. That's my job. In Germany to South Korea, that move must be insane, right? Yeah, we shipped all of our stuff about four months before we moved. And we literally were living in our house in Germany um, on like airbeds and bare minimum (laughs) for like two months before we actually moved from Germany. Um, But we thought it'd be better to be inconvenienced in Germany where we'd been living versus moving here and not having our stuff for multiple months so it ended up working out perfect we rented our house here and our stuff arrived the day we moved in like it was couldn't have been it couldn't have been better yeah yeah I guess since you already know people too in Germany like if you actually really need something you can go talk to somebody versus trying to do that when you just moved to a new country is probably difficult Absolutely. We had, uh, we were super lucky 11 months after we moved to Germany, some of our very best friends moved out there with us. So we had like my best friend in the world. She was living there. So it was great. Yes. So if I needed help, she could help me. (laughs) I know that I heard you say that you were a little bit hesitant to come back on the show after all stars Two. Were you, you you said that your full-time job now is the challenge. So were you kind of just like chomping at the bit, ready to come on world championship, or I don't even remember what the name of the season is called at this point. I know you said the same thing too. It's a tough one, but it's like three name changes. <laughs> Were you ready yeah. to come back when it, when they called or what did that process look like? Um, So 
I was actually called for All Stars 3 and I really wanted to come back, but they called me like I the day I got home from All Stars 2, they called me for All Stars 3. And I was just starting that full-time job I told you about. Like they had hired me and waited for me to get done with filming All Stars 2 to start work. So I couldn't leave. I mean, they held the job for me. So I was working um, and then I got the call for the Challenge World Championship. That's what it's called. Um, I got the call for that in July. We were home with my family. We just moved from Germany. We're home visiting my family. And I remember my husband and I were sitting out on my mom's dock. My mom and dad live on a lake. So we're out there sitting on the dock and I get a message from casting and they're like, Hey, Jody, give us a call. And my husband's not a huge fan of me being on the show. He just, he thinks the whole thing's kind of stupid and just, <laughs> I don't know. He's just not a fan of it. He he's very private and doesn't really want anyone to know our business. So I, but I'm opposite, obviously. I love the show. I love the competition. I just love the whole thing. And for me, it's not about being on TV. It's about the competition. The, that's the fun part for me. Um, so I got a call in July. I was super excited about it, but I had to kind of lay low because my husband was not as excited about it. So it took a couple months to even warm him to the idea of me potentially leaving. Um, and I think it was really more, we were moving. I didn't have a job yet. It was a good opportunity to make some easy money. And he's like, well, you did really well in the last one. So go win it. That's what he said. <laughs> so so at, at that point, did you know that it was going to be kind of the theme of the season that it was potentially going to be an all winter season or that's kind of what they were aiming towards doing? Or was it pretty up in the air when casting first spoke with you? I think they told me it was called Challenge World, but, and she told me the concept. So I already knew the concept going in but I had no idea that we were going to be paired with the MVP. Like I didn't know any of that. I just was like, Oh, sweet. It's going to be a bunch of like winners, which is kind of something I had talked about wanting. Um, and I'm thinking, depending on who's on there, this could be awesome. If all the legends are paired together and this could be really cool. Um, but obviously it's not how they laid it out. So it's, 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 <laughs> sure. it's, yeah, it's a very in interesting season. When you got when all of you legends are together, like you, Wes, Johnny, people you've known for a while actually are on there heading towards location. Are you guys like, oh, are we gonna be on a team together? Like we're gonna get to take out these people who have done one season of the show and just destroy them? Or what was sort of the vibe with what you guys thought was gonna happen when you showed up? Um, yeah, I mean the the amount of conversations we have, because like we're all in a hotel before. So we, we meet each other at the airport and then they separate us at the hotel. So we're all separated, but we know each other's room, room numbers. So we're calling each other and stuff. And then, you know, we try on our jumpsuits <laughs> to get fitted <laughs> for our introduction. Um, and I was like, this is not the best outfit on me, but it's cool. <laughs> um, and <laughs> like, I had like saggy diaper, but definitely looked like I was pregnant. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here, but it's not a good look. But it's cool. I think it was like a Top Gun vibe is what we were going for. But they like that vibe. I don't know. I I did not feel Top Gun myself, but other people looked cool. Um. Anyway, so we all weren't sure what was going to be happening, but they had separated us from the MVPs. We didn't see any other people from the other cast. We were just speculating who else was going to be there. <laughs> um. Crazy part. I actually met Ben Ha on the in, on the airplane. I wasn't supposed to. Wow. But a bun bunch of us met him on the airplane. And I remember when I met him, I'm like, I just feel like I'm going to work with this guy somehow. Like just in my <laughs> mind, I had these thoughts of like, I don't know why I just feel connected to this person in some strange way. 
Um, so he was the only person I met. It was the only person a lot of us met. And then um, we knew pretty soon after they brought us into the arena and we saw 16 of them and 14 of us that we were like, I don't think we're competing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were pretty sure two of them had to go. So that's when we started kind of putting it all together is when we walked into the arena and saw everybody. Sure. So do you think, do you think that chance encounter is why Ben had chose you or did you ever get a good idea of why he decided to go with you? So the reason that I was told that he picked me and I don't know if this is true or not, cause they never showed any conversations. Danny told me that he told Ben how to pick me. There you go. Interesting. But they never, but they literally never showed that conversation happen. They also didn't show me talk to a single person. So the, the qualifier happened. And then we had at least two full days in the house, all of us together before they chose us. We all kind of saw the writing on the wall. They're probably going to pick us because TJ had been very clear. The way you finish this qualifier is going to determine your game, right? So we're all like, they're probably going to pick us, but we weren't a hundred percent sure. But I went hard with that fact. I was like, they're probably going to pick <laughs> us. I'm going to like focus my, I always, I worked in sales. That was always my job. I, I did retail sales. I, I've always, I sold water coolers. Like I, I'm a, I can sell and I can sell myself. So I was like, I'm going to go hard in the paint. I'm just going to sell, sell, sell to the people that I want as partners. So I focused really hard on Grant. I focused really hard on Danny. Um, but they didn't show any of my conversations that I had with anybody in the house. It was like, I wasn't even there. <laughs> my husband and I were watching the episode and he goes, I think it was Kaz and someone else were sitting on the couch in the legends room. And my picture was in the background and my husband goes, babe, you're in this episode. There you are. <laughs> I was like, Thanks, babe. That's really yeah. nice. Um, but so I really wanted Danny or Grant as a partner. That's who I was focused on. Um, and Grant, we had some really good conversations the first day. Day two, the energy shifted. So I'm like, okay, I don't feel like he's going to pick me. But Danny and I had a lot of great conversations and really clicked personality wise. He reminds me a lot of my husband as far as like just the like, I just felt comfortable with him. And he's also a dad and a husband. And I'm just like, it, it was, it was a good part. It would have been a good partnership, I thought. Um, but I should have known the very first conversation we had, he said, Kiki's favorite challenger is Tori. And I should have known right there. I don't, I don't stand a chance. I should just stop talking to him right now. Cause Kiki's favorite challenger is Tori. And I'm just out. I don't even know why I'm competing well, when you, know? you guys were just talking in the house to him then is like every ninth word out of his mouth kiki like is that just all he mentions or is that just what the show decides to show no that's just what the show decides to show i mean of course he talks about her he loves his wife and his daughter but he, that's not all he talks about in fact he um he's kind of a recluse like he's a little bit um i don't know if he's introverted or not but he he's not hugely social in the house um, he kind of likes to keep to himself a little bit. So um, I like time to myself too. But dude, when you're up for elimination, you don't have time to go take a nap. You know what I mean? You got to get to work. work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <You gotta work. laughs> so like, just to kind of, we don't want to go past what's already, what's aired. So we want to make sure we stay well, spoiler free. So, I know you yeah. can't. So, <laughs> but one of the things that I'm curious about is what did it mean for you to be considered one of the best of the best to appear on this show? Because, you know, looking up and down the cast list from the challenge veteran side, it's stacked. And so what does that mean for you that they felt highly enough of you to be like, we want Jody for this? 
I was honestly, I was shocked. I, I told my husband when they initially called me, I'm like, babe, this is what they do. They throw out feeler calls just to see if people are available. I am not going to get chosen. Like I'm probably bottom of the list. They're just calling all the people. This is what they do. I didn't think I stood a chance of getting on the show. I really didn't. So when they locked me in, in August and they, we didn't leave till October, I was like, whoa, this is the soonest I've ever known that I'm doing a show. So I'm going to be, I, I was, I was shocked that I was chosen happy. I was like, Oh, thanks guys. But I was, I was shocked. So, and I so think you- a lot of fans are going to be shocked too. My, my legendness, that's not a word, but I just made it up. That's been uh, questioned already by fans, but I don't know. Those are new fans though. Like to yeah, be I fair, because was- yeah. I mean, you have a history making role in the show and that you're the first solo female winner. Like, of course you would yeah. want that person to be on the show. Yeah, I was going to ask you. you. you can, uh, well, yeah, and I was going to say that I was going to ask you if you feel like in your mind you're part of one of the top group of women because I think the three of us would agree that you're probably one of the five or so best women that's on the show, regardless if it's the main show, all stars, any of the show. So I don't think you have anything to be uh, ashamed ashamed of at all. Thank you, Devin. I appreciate that. I I feel like I compete best alone. Um, and lately I've been getting a lot of partnerships, so I don't love being a partnered, but, um, I, I do like to compete alone better. Um, that's why the duel, I feel like was such a perfect format because it was like me versus the women. And I just loved that. Um, but if you get the right partner, um, then it can go really well, but thank you for your kind comments. Definitely. So I heard in another interview that if you were to come on another season again, that you would train differently coming onto the season. So when you did find out that you were going to be part of the cast and that you were going to be included in this season, what did you do Did you do to prepare? Did you do puzzles? Did you do a lot of running? Kind of what was your, what was your mindset going into that? Yeah. So I just did an international move. <laughs> so, so that was kind of hindering my challenge prep. But um, I bought a treadmill. I convinced my husband to buy a treadmill. He's like, Jody, you don't actually like running. And that's very true. I actually hate running. Um, but, I'm, but I told him there's always a lot of running. I have to start running. So I was running four to five miles every single day on the treadmill prior to leaving. Although that first challenge on the dunes, I was like, dude, it's like I didn't even do a thing. I was running backwards <laughs> up the dune. I was like one of the slowest people, but... Um, so I did a lot of running, um, and I actually like running now. Like if I don't run, I miss it. So that's crazy to me. So I did a lot of running. Um, I did a ton of puzzles. Like I was on my phone on apps all the time doing puzzles, um, 16 puzzles. I was doing Sudoku, Sudoku, however you pronounce it. I also focused really hard because it's me challenge world on learning the, the world map like where everything was in the world. Cause I watched, um, which I never, I, you know, I, I'd never learned before, obviously where everything was in the world. So I'm like, I'm going to have to maybe know this. And I had watched in prep for going, I had watched war of the world season one. And there was a challenge either in that or in something else where Johnny went into elimination and he had, um, he was going, I forget who he was going against, but they had to put the countries um, like this on the map. And whoever can get the most amount of countries won. So I'm like, this could be a thing. It's challenge world. So we might need to know that. So I learned 
the 50 states, which I never learned because I lived in Canada in fifth grade. Like no excuses. I could have learned it on my own, but (laughs) I never learned it in school, you know? So my husband's always made fun of me for it, but I learned the 50 states. Um, and I learned all the countries. I learned facts about the countries. What's the biggest country? What's the smallest country? Like, I just was going nuts learning all of these facts about the world. Um, and then like really focus on trivia. Cause I'm not usually a trivia star, but I can say I would do really well in trivia now because of all of my studying. There you go. So this, anyway. this sounds like the most prepared I feel like I've ever heard any cast member say that they've been going into the show. Do you feel like <laughs> it, it paid off? Do you feel like the, the practice of puzzles really helped you out? I like to think so. Um, it was hard in that first challenge though, because I will say one of, you can't study every type of puzzle. Um, the, you know, the, that app was always around where it was like, they snake the rope around and eh, oh, it like yeah, goes yeah. the process over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's basically what our first challenge was. And so, of course, that's one of the apps that I didn't study. So I'm like, awesome, way to go, Joe. You missed <laughs> out on that one. Um, like, I should have Googled what are popular, like, puzzle apps right now, but I didn't. Um, but Ben Ha was like, I'm amazing at puzzles. Just let me take the reins. Well, I don't, He he's my brand new partner I just met, like, one day ago. I don't fully trust his abilities yet so I was questioning him a lot when we were putting it together he ended up being right which I felt bad about in the end but <laughs> I you know I, like I just met him so I don't know well, it's and like I what does amazing mean right it could be amazing relative like, to the people who don't do any puzzles ever so well and I am somebody who tends to reduce my abilities like I'm like ah, I'm okay at that even if I'm awesome um, whereas other people maybe inflate themselves, even when they're not so awesome. So I'm like, I don't know what type of person he is yet. He could be really awesome at this, or he could just be bluffing himself up. You know what I mean? That sounded really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go there until you said it. So, okay. Okay. Well, I have a, I have a dirty childish mind. So anyway. Good time. So you just hit on something that I found very interesting there. Like One of the things that a lot of people that watch the show criticize is that the rookies get unfairly treated in a way and that they're always sent in first and they've got to prove themselves. To be fair, what you just said says a lot. We don't know who you are. How do I know if I can trust working with you until I actually see what you can do? Is that really the vibe? I mean, let's also be real. You're going to take care of your friends. That's part of the gig. But like, how much of it is we really need to see what you're made of before I decide if I want to work with you or not. I am a very, I, I play this game slow and steady. I take a very long time to make alliances, make connections with people because I am 100% loyal. If I am working with you, I am working with you. I, you do not need to question it. I will not throw you under the bus. like someone else, but, um, I will, I will be true to who, what I say I'm going to do. Right. Um, to a fault. Um, but so, yeah, so it, but it takes time, right. To, to know that you can trust people. Um, yeah, I feel like I was going to say something else, but I lost my, (laughs) my train of thought. I'm getting old y'all. Okay. Lose my train of thought sometimes. So you said that trust is very important. Coming into the season, are there any people that you talked with that you thought were going to be on the season that you wanted to work with? Any alliances that you had coming into the game that you thought were going to be beneficial? Um, what did those conversations look like? Um, so I, 
this is the hard part, Devin. I feel like I'm kind of a rookie on this season, to be honest. You have a whole group of people who just got off of Ride or Dies. They've worked together, right? You have people who were on All-Stars 3 together, and I didn't get to do that season. And so the only people that I really know coming into this are John A. and Darrell that I've worked with recently. Mm -hmm. And I didn't work with them on All-Stars 3. So I talked to Darrell before I left. I talked to John A. before I left. I chatted with Tori a little bit online before I left. Um, those are the only people I talked to at all. Oh, Wes. Wes and I messaged a couple times, but it was like nothing no, like, oh, we'll work together, we'll be alliances, none of that. Now, John A and I had a conversation. She was a little tipsy, so I don't know if she'll remember it, but it was the <laughs> night before they picked partners, the MVPs picked partners. She's like, you're my number one, we're riding together till the end, <laughs> ba, 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 ba. So I was like, okay, girl, let's do this. Um, and then we picked partners, or they picked partners. And I just felt her energy shift a little bit when I was paired with Argentina, which my energy was shifted too. I was like, oh shoot, I'm in a bad spot. I am in yeah. a bad spot. Um, but anyway, so we'll just, we'll just wait and see if she, she's, she's not thrown me in once and I would like to work with her. So that is the direction that I'm heading in. Yeah, so, so could you could tell heading in that uh, team Argentina was going to kind of be on the outs. I felt like they had a lot working against them heading into this season. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you what I, I, I literally, as soon as Danny didn't pick me, I immediately am like, I'm in big trouble, like big trouble. Um, I was trying, like, I literally was not making eye contact. Like I, that was for real. Like I was really trying to be like, I just do not want him to pick me. But then I preferred having him as a partner over uh, Rodrigo just because he couldn't speak English at all. Um, which isn't, isn't his fault he doesn't live in america do you know what i mean or an english-speaking yeah, country yeah. but i still would have been a detriment to our game um but I, I told someone else this afterwards i go was i allowed to say no like could he have asked to be my partner and i've been like no i think i'm all set thanks i'm gonna wait for troy or tristan yeah. um yeah. but yeah but what if i would have said no and he, tj had been like actually jody um you don't have a choice. Well, he might have changed his okay. mind if you had said no, right? Like, he might have just said, all right, I'll take Amber then if she's going to say no. I mean, maybe. I I was, I was, I would have, at the time, would have rather had Troy or Tristan as my partner. It just feels just like, saying. from what we know from the outside, it seems like their show had been done filming pretty recently, right before that season. They don't come from an English-speaking country, naturally. A lot of the people actually, like, did really well and actually weren't able to go on because it, it was so quick, the turnaround on that one. Mm -hmm. So it just felt like they were – it was going to be a very difficult road uh, for any Team Argentina members heading into this. Yeah, and the fact that we already just lost Claudia. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just saw the right – I was seeing the writing on the wall, and I was like, I'm just going to have to work really hard this season, which I yeah. am. Um, but – it yeah it was right away I knew I'm in number one I'm probably the least connected legend here and I'm also now paired with Argentina so I'm like I am gonna have to up my social game like I have never done before and just go to work in the house and that's what I'm gonna do so so keying off of see. that the the mm -hmm. last episode that just aired there's a little bit of awkward between John A and Kellyanne because of everything that happened and what they showed on the show like how accurate was what we saw on the show to what was actually happening in the house? Cause sometimes that message can get crossed as a viewer because they don't always show us all the conversations just because Kellyanne swears she didn't tell anybody. That doesn't necessarily mean that she didn't because we don't see that. So 
how accurate was what we saw on TV versus what you experienced in the house during that? Yeah, so this was my first time meeting Kellyanne. She was on All Stars 3. I would have met her had I gone on there, but this is my first time actually meeting her. Um, but I, I know Kendall and Kendall and Kellyanne are close. So Kendall's always told me Kellyanne's awesome. You will love her. Jarrell's told me the same thing that Kellyanne and I, Ann and I are similar. You'll really get along, which is true. I really like Kellyanne. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say Kellyanne is not as crazy as they make her seem in this episode. Like she's much more level and normal. They make her seem really crazy and she's not like that in real life. So I don't know. They just really upped the ante on that. Um, I truly believe that Kellyanne didn't tell anybody. I really do. She's, she's a straight shooter. She is like me. She's fiercely loyal. like Wes said in the episode, but, um, she probably told Tristan and Tristan probably told someone that's more likely what happened. So going into the elimination in episode three, did you know that Janae was going to choose Kellyanne to go in? Or did you still think that there was a chance that you were going to be up for going into elimination? No, I, I really had no idea. Um, the thing that they don't show, because they were focusing so much on the Kellyanne John A drama, I had multiple conversations with John A myself. And my whole argument for her not putting me in was, we worked together on All Stars 2. I never threw you in. I was always honest with you. And I told her straight up, I'm like, we're not great friends outside the game. I live in another country. Like there's, we talk occasionally online, that's it. But so like, it's not like we're like best friends but you know that you can trust me in this game. So I had that conversation with her multiple times. And at the time, Kellyanne, you know, Tristan had come in last in the qualifier. Kellyanne and Tristan almost came in last in, in the first challenge. So I told her, you know, Ben Ha and I came in fifth and the likelihood of me being able to win and reciprocate saving you is more likely than Kellyanne winning and be able to yep. reciprocate. That was my argument. They never showed me talk to her once. So it was like, I wasn't even... Like, I what do you spend care. so much? Like, yeah. What do you spend yeah. so much time on the cast walking into the stadium and the cast walking into eliminations? I guess you don't have time to actually hear all the conversations. Oh, absolutely. They they don't at all. But I I truly thought that I was going in, and I don't. I once again, I don't know if this happened or not because they didn't show it. But Danny and Sarah both came up because um, Ben Ha shares a room with Danny. Danny and Sarah came up to me and said. We talked to John A and told her not to throw you in. You're good. And I'm like, I don't think I'm good. I think I'm going in. Like, I, ge I genuinely thought I was going in. I really did. I was so ready. What, 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 do you think, what do you think changed for Janae in those five hours between when she talked with Kellyanne, told, told Kellyanne that she wanted to be in an alliance with her, and when she actually put Kellyanne and into elimination? Because from what the editors tried to show us, it seemed like it was a conversation between Tori and Casey. Do you think that had something to do with it? Or do you think it was a combination of a bunch of different conversations we didn't necessarily see? It was probably more the latter conversations we didn't see because I, I honestly don't know. I didn't know she had a conversation with Kellyanne where she basically said, I want to work with you. I'm committed to working with you. I didn't know that had even happened. Um, it could have been a combination of my conversation with her that they didn't show. If Danny and Sarah really did talk to her, the Tori and Casey conversations they did show, and maybe Nelson. I don't know. I mean, they make it seem like it was simply Nelson putting his hair up, but I don't think it was that simple. I think it was already decided. You know what I mean? We I don't think Nelson had that. anything to do with it. I really don't. Nothing. But um, <laughs> I don't know. But I feel bad, but like anybody could have beat Nelson in that. Like even if I was thrown in fully, fully, we would have come back. It would have not been a problem. I feel really bad. That was not Nelson's game at all. He's good at, he's good at things, but that wasn't one of them. 
He's had a rough bit of life. What what is he like in the house? Like, is he pretty accurate to what they portray on TV, or is he a lot different interacting with him in person? So funny enough, I the first person I saw at the airport was Wes, and then the second person I saw was Nelson, and we had lunch together at the airport, and he was cool. I mean, we. I didn't get to know him all that well to really like, I'd like to know somebody better before I really say, Oh, they're this, that, and the other thing. I, I don't feel like I know him well enough to give a full descriptor, but like, he's yeah. like a genuinely nice guy who, you know, would give you the shirt off his back if he needed to. He just seems like a good guy who's not going to be willing to stab somebody in the back to get ahead in the game. So um, that's my vibe that I got from him from not knowing him well at all, you know? So you you said you were the one of the new people on the season, or one of the people that didn't have a lot of alliances or friendships coming in with uh, mm-hmm. people that had been on season after season. Is there anyone that you met on the season that was different than what you thought they would be like? Anyone that kind of surprised you um, in your interactions with them? Yeah. So never having really seen her on a season, just seeing pictures of her and stuff. I thought Amber was going to be a total bitch. I don't know why. Just like you see pictures of her and she's like so beautiful and fierce. And you're like, oh, that girl, I just don't know. She is literally the sweetest, nicest, most genuine, most caring, amazing person. Like Amber is hands down, absolutely one of my favorite people. Like she's the best. So she was totally different than I thought she was going to be. I just, I, I love Amber. She's the best. And anytime she gets crap online, I'm like, you all don't even know what you're talking about. She's literally the sweetest person ever. Um, yeah. What's That's it cool. like seeing Wes again after so many years and working in a game situation with Wes? Because the last time you guys played together was the duel. Now you're here. Yeah. Like, what is that like? Because the political Wes of today is very different from the Wes of the duel era. Yeah. So funny. I mean, the duel, right? It was a very individual game. Guys versus guys, girls versus girls. I barely interacted with Wes in the house when we were on the duel. Like literally our rooms, the way that that house was laid out, it was almost like a, I I don't, like one bedroom was way down by the water. The other bedroom was way up by the house. It was so separated that you could go days without seeing people if you wanted to. So I never interacted with him. I never partnered with him. I never even really played with him. So seeing him again, um, he was the first person I saw at the airport. It was kind of surreal because now he's like, you know, owns his own business, is married, has a beard. I'm like, okay, this <laughs> this is totally different, you know? But um, I also knew I haven't talked to him in 17 years or whatever. I haven't even seen him, talked to him, thought about it. I haven't seen him since the dual reunion. That's it. Um, so I have, he has no, owes me nothing. I owe him nothing. And I was not expecting in any way for him to save me. So I, I just was going into it going, okay, that's a potential connection, but I'm not trusting it at all <laughs> until he gives me a reason to, you know? That's fair. What were, yeah. so it was, I think it was 15 years between the duel and All-Stars 2, right? What mm-hmm. was, what were some of the biggest differences for you coming back onto the show? I'm, I'm sure there were a lot of differences, but what what was the most striking aspect that was um you noticed when you came back on yeah so back in the day they used to just film willy-nilly and we never had to like do multiple takes of something it was just like 
you just get what you get and you don't get upset, you know, as far as production's concerned, like we just live our lives and do whatever we want in the house. And it was like, episodes were 26 minutes long and, <laughs> you know, um, so this was different for me because there's a production aspect to it now. Not that it's contrived or it's not real, but like when we leave the house to go to a challenge, we line up, we line up in the same order. We walk out of the house three times. One time is for them to film us. The other one's to film like the, with the drone. And then we walk out again. And I'm like, it's just <laughs> that part never used to happen. We just walked out of the house. Um, and they never want you to have backpacks or anything with you. Um, and then the other thing that was really funny on this season that Wes reminded me of is I went to him. He was like in his room and I wanted to have a conversation with him. And he's like, do you think that maybe since we're filming a television show, we should do this on camera? And I was like, yeah, probably, you know, like, I just don't think about that because it was like back in the day, they either caught it on camera or they didn't, you know, yeah. whereas now if you're going to have a big conversation, you want to make sure you go grab the camera guys. Like, Hey guys, we're going to have a conversation about such and such, it's, you know? It's with him, yeah. With him in particular, I've noticed there's certain scenes where people are just like sitting in the exact perfect spot for the cameras to see them in the perfect area. Everyone's like seated right where there's like easy visuals from the switch between. It's like, it's, it's funny you said that about him in particular because he's somebody who's known as like, okay, this is like almost a mini producer on the show. Wes has that reputation. So are there just certain cast members who are known like, okay, we're going to make sure we get this on TV and it looks good for the cameras. Yeah, I mean, definitely Wes was like that. Um, but he wasn't the only one who reminded me like, hey, we're filming a show. <laughs> we might want to make sure we have this conversation on camera. Like other cast members would be like, hey, you know, I think production wants us to repeat that conversation we had earlier because they didn't catch it. Like the producer would have heard it in her ear, oh. but the camera was on somebody else. So they, they'll have us kind of replicate something we already talked about. Like it was a true conversation we had, but they didn't capture it. So they want to do it again so we can capture it. Um, so that's what I'm saying about nothing's contrived. It's all actually happening. It's maybe some of these conversations weren't happening in real time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but so that part is super, that's super different to me. Johnny's also somebody who's really good about helping production out like hey there's a good conversation happening over here you might want to catch it um she's she's kind of been good about that from what i can notice but those are only two that are really popping in my mind so when you see cameras kind of run to a group of people that are having a conversation like that do you think to yourself oh something must be going on oh absolutely they're not just gonna go <laughs> film them for nothing i mean sometimes the camera guys are just sitting at the kitchen table in the house like doing nothing so if there's a conversation and they popped up to go over and film, you're like, oh, shoot, what's going on over there? You know, and then you're like wanting to go over and listen, <laughs> figure out who's talking. Sure. One thing that came across in the All-Star seasons was it seemed like a big giant family reunion in the midst of a competition, which was really cool for people like us. Like I've been watching the show since the 90s because I'm that old. Um, these guys are a little <laughs> younger than me by a lot. So you're probably not older than me, my friend. 39. I'm so. going to be 42 next week. There so. we go. Yay. Good times. <laughs> Sorry, um, but go ahead. Yeah. So was the, one of the things that we were curious about from those all, your all-star season in particular, is it seemed like they went out of their way to not show as much political conversation, gameplay conversation on all-stars too. Was it happening, but we just didn't get to see a lot of it. So the thing about All-Stars 2, um, it was very much a reunion. It was so fun to be back and see everybody. And like, those were my people. Like that definitely, 
I did not feel like a rookie on that season. I felt very like in the muck of it. Um, but there weren't as many political conversations happening because it was pretty much the alliance or the different, the two different alliances were set pretty early on. Mm -hmm. So it was like, if one of us won, you already could see the writing on the wall of what was going to happen. The exciting part about this season, the challenge world championship is it's like a chess game. Every episode, like as a viewer, you're not going to know. I mean, as a, as a cast member, I don't even know. So I'm just saying like it, this season is really exciting. And the fact that it's just not going to be as, as easy to, it's not going to be like a rom-com where you can see the ending coming from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more like a suspense thriller where you're just not quite sure what's going to happen around the next turn, you know? That's awesome here. From the perspective of someone that was on All-Stars and on World Championship, was there one, I guess, product that was more enjoyable to be on than the other from a cast from a cast member's perspective I mean there were good things to both for me personally um even though the world championship has been more stressful um I I loved the location South Africa is absolutely so gorgeous and I can't wait to go back just as a you know a tourist (laughs) to look around (laughs) Um, but it was a beautiful location. The house was ridiculous. I mean, even Johnny said, this is the best house we've ever been in for a show. Um, and he's been on a lot of them, so he would know. Um, but yeah, so I, I think on All-Stars 2, um, and, I, and I've said this before, my my husband and I were not fully in agreement of me being there. He didn't really love the idea that I was going back to do the show. Um, and I was super excited about it. So that was weighing on my mind heavy while I was there is that we just weren't really seeing eye to eye about me being there in the first place. So that was causing some like internal strife for me, even though I was having a great time and I was winning and doing well, um, it was getting to me emotionally. Whereas when I went on world championship, my husband was hundred percent supportive behind me. I felt like I had really prepared to be there. So it was more enjoyable in that way, if that makes sense. No, totally. That does make sense. So what do you think changed his mind? What, uh, what made him decide that he was more okay with you being on the show now than when you initially came back on All-Stars 2? I think, honestly, he maybe would disagree with me, but I feel like he wasn't expecting me to do so well. And then <laughs> he's like, oh my you know, gosh, you were kind of, he's like, you're kind of a badass and you kind of almost won. Or, well, I didn't almost win. I didn't get to the final, but um, he's like, you did really well. And I'm like, I know. Um, so I, <laughs> I used to he, win I these think, things, dear. <laughs> yeah, like this kind of was what I used to do. Um, but just older and wiser now. But um, so I think he was more excited thinking that I could actually win. So, hey, I don't think that thought had actually crossed his mind before watching All-Stars. I think he had a lot of fears, right? My, my What was I known for on the show when I was young? Making out with people getting drunk, crying a lot, like in every episode, that really hasn't changed, but like really just making bad decisions in general, which every 20 something person does. So I think there was fear of that. There was also fear of me getting recognized everywhere, which literally has not happened at all. Nobody knows who I am. I'm living in a life of, you know, (laughs) I'm anonymous over here, but, um, yeah, so none. Of, I think when he watched the show and realized that none of his fears were realized, then it was he was more okay with me going and doing it again. 
if that makes sense. No, that's cool. Well, we definitely yeah, I mean, hit. So you had Brad winning every mission. I'm sure he was all about you guys coming back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad. So um, gotta love it. Go ahead, Rob. Okay, so the, I had there was two questions I really wanted to get to you before uh, you go. One, what do you think was the crazier moment for you to be a part of on the Inferno two when Veronica and the badasses got furious with you guys for switching the vote up after they picked um, you like changed the vote once they realized it was you who was being picked for elimination. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, between that and the Ayana Greek salad fiasco on All Stars two, what do you think is the crazier <laughs> moment you were a part of? Oh my gosh. Definitely the Greek salad. Like, there was just no reason to lie about it. Like, it was just, it was bizarre. And I realized I'm not dealing with a normal person here. Like, something's wrong. Something's missing up above. I I don't know. But then the way that she, the way that she presented it was she had been planning that conversation and what she was going to say to me all night long. It was very much scripted in her mind. And she was doing it to get airtime, 100%. Did she eat my salad for real? Absolutely. Why did she do it? she's Ayana who knows but um it was I've said it before in other podcasts but it was interesting to me because I was also laughing about it I mean how could you not it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced but <laughs> they just show me being like so mad and angry I'm like it's a salad it's not that serious I was more just in- confused as to why she'd lied to me about it in the first place you know but definitely the Ayana Greek salad to answer your question in the long-winded version hmm. <laughs> Go ahead with your second, Rob, because I have my potpourri question after yours. Oh, okay. So this is more of one that's just inside us, but when we watch the podcast, we, we, so we rewatched our season on The Gauntlet 2. And one of the biggest things from The Gauntlet 2 is that Susie and Kara are accused of having an alliance with the veterans' guys um, by Jillian and Kina on that season. Do you remember this happening and the amount of drama that caused in the house? I do remember the drama. Um, I'm going to be honest. I really don't think Susie and Kara were doing anything but sitting on the couch and drinking red wine. I don't think they were having an alliance with the older guys. I mean, that's really what they did in the house. They just chilled and drank wine. So I don't think they were up to anything, truly. I just think they were chilling. And I mean, you see Susie crying. And I don't know Susie all that well, but those were genuine tears. I really think she was disappointed that she was being so misunderstood and i truly don't think they were doing anything that's just me cool well my potpourri question had directly to do with gauntlet 2 as well so one of our favorite episodes of all time is gauntlet 2 it's an episode called rookie moves you guys have a challenge where you had to roll this big wooden thing and then you had to push a jeep how chaotic was that whole situation because watching the vets flip out and watching Cyrus storm off saying he should have been driving the car because he was a valet driver, which is still one of my top five favorite funniest moments in the history of the show because <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. And then watching Julie storm off screaming the F word, like what's it like being in that situation when people are just flipping out and you're not in the center of it? I mean, it's great. I'm like, give me some popcorn and just let me kick back and see what's going on. I I, I like to be on the outskirts of the drama, but not in it. You know, I, I like to be there like, oh my gosh, what's happening over there? Um, but I mean, okay. So to be fair, I would be pissed too. We just pushed for an hour and you didn't push the clutch in. Like what is happening right now? Um, and I'm sorry, can you make sure that the person driving the car knows how to drive stick before you pop them in the driver's seat? I mean, 
I would be pissed too. I'm going to be honest. I would have been really mad. But so that part of the mission took an hour where people had to like try and push the truck. Oh, I I don't remember exactly, but every challenge that you guys watch takes an incredible amount of time. Just the the chains challenge that we just did, our first challenge for world championship was absolutely like an hour. I mean, the chain, I'm telling you what guys, by the time, and I had, like I said, been running four to five miles every single day. By the time I got over that dune and got to the chain, my internal was like, you're done. You're all, just sit down. You're all set. Like you can't do this. There's no way. But then I'm like, okay, I got this 700 pound chain to pull now. And we had all these great intentions, Ben Ha and I of having, like, let's really communicate. Let's be in touch with what we're doing. No, we just picked up the chain and was like, I don't care how we get this down to where we're going. Like, just, I can't even breathe. So I can't talk to you. So it's like, just get it down there. And I still have cuts all over me from those, um, like scars from the, they had zip ties holding those colors on the chain for whatever reason, every time I lifted it, I thought I'm going to lift it where the zip ties are. That's the smart place to lift. And I have scrapes. All, I was like bleeding. Yeah. If you're not roughed up from a challenge, like it wasn't really a challenge, you know? You have like power battle scars. Guys at least then, like some waters or are you just, you're just going for an hour with no breaks at all? No, we didn't get any water during that. You just go. Oh my God. And then when you're done, when you're done, you can have your water bottle. But I mean, that's speaking poorly of production. Uh, most of the time they'll have the water bottles like sequestered off somewhere and you know where they are. Um, but you don't have time to go grab one. You know what I mean? You're in the middle of trying to solve this puzzle. You're not like, excuse me, Ben, I need to go get some water for a second. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not happening. You know? And in a season <laughs> a where the, step. yeah. And in a season where the last place team goes in, you're not going for that water bottle. You're not showing weakness to anybody. <laughs> so oh, I can get gosh. that. I cannot like, my least favorite aspect of the game coming back is that last place goes in. I'm just, it stresses me out so much um, that because something stupid can happen. Like you saw Brad and I on the season, something really stupid happened and we went in, you know, granted that was disqualification. I think we came in last anyway, but still um, it's just, that is very stressful. The last place automatically goes in. I get it. It makes sense. It makes for good TV, but it's stressful. I feel like I remember watching that episode back where Brad and you went in after tearing the tops off of the boxes and noticing that TJ did not say that you had to untie the box to be able to open it. Did you bring that up when that happened? So I think I had, I finished um, and gotten onto the, the, the middle truck and like, had we opened the thing and gotten the skull out and then they took it from us. I probably would have said something, but um, I think I was too shocked in the moment to say anything, but it was never once stated that you couldn't break the boxes open. It just said, open the box, right? Mm -hmm. Open the box. And to me, that's open the box anyway necessary. So why would breaking it be a disqualification of the rules? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I was also like doing a little bit of self-defeat because I hadn't finished it either. And I was just so pissed that we had played such a perfect game and done so incredible up to that point that are we really going to do this to ourselves and now we might go home right before the final and I was already emotionally defeated with everything that was going on at home so I'm like this is just one more thing that I can't really handle right now <laughs> you know um but looking back I wish I would have spoken up and said something in the moment would it have made a difference probably not because here's what happened they brought all of us out 
they, TJ standing up there, he's getting ready to talk. And then they told him, TJ, wait, pulled everybody back. 20 minutes later, we all come out again. And that's when he tells us, Brad, you're, you guys are disqualified. So I guarantee they were going to tell us that Ayana and Tech came in last place. And then production changed it. Hmm. Yeah, that's just my be... thought as a that's just my thought as a cast member. Like I I don't know the truth of that. That could be just totally false, but that's what I feel happened. Yeah, and I because I mean at the end of the day it's a TV show, right? And the more entertaining thing to happen is have you and Brad finish last, go into elimination and then set up a really exciting elimination right before the final, which what was that elimination like? You Brad and you barely lost um in an extremely close elimination. Uh, what were your thoughts while that elimination was going on and as the two of you were unfortunately eliminated? Well, so you can't see at all what the other team is doing. Unless I really wanted to like peek through the hole and like try to see what they were doing, you couldn't really see. So in my mind, I'm just going to do the very best that I can to do the very best that I can. That's all you can do, right? Um, but I was getting tired. But looking back, this is another thing that I kind of studied before going on world championship is working smarter, not harder. Cause I was definitely working a lot harder and she was down on her knees, like moving things towards her. I mean, how smart is that? I was such an idiot. I'm like, Ugh, like leaning over for everything. What were they doing? Like, who knows? But I, I think, you know, looking back, I, I didn't, I didn't do I didn't, didn't work smart. I put that loss of that elimination on me fully. Brad got everything through the hole on my side. I'm the one who lost it for us. And I, hate that but there's nothing I can do about it now and I still lose sleep about it <laughs> it's embarrassing but I'll be up late and I'll be like oh the rocks like I'm getting so mad um because when you're that close and you're that close and you can like taste it um yeah that was a really hard loss for sure is that the moment you think about the most from your entire time on the show or are there some other things that you think back at think back about more than that no, that one definitely. And also just messing up, like not seeing the horns were different colors in the puzzle. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what I was doing? I'm like, eh. like, well, so I don't know if this is true or not. They're, they're just telling me this to make me feel good in my interview. But um, the woman who did my exit interview for um, for uh, All Stars 2, she said, you know, Jody, you actually had less issues with your puzzle on your side than Brad did. And I was like, what? I mean, I didn't even notice the horns were different colors. How was mine more correct? So I don't know if that was true or not, because when TJ looks at your puzzle and tells you it's not right, you don't know what's not right. It could be like, you have no idea. It's not like you're, he's telling you this piece is wrong or this row is wrong. He doesn't give you anything. So we literally had to run six miles, run back and forth 12 times. We had to solve the puzzle twice is what we had to do because we didn't know which part of it was wrong. It's funny you mentioned you had an exit interview with the producer and they told you that. Did they give you like a little like a report card of like how you guys did it actually did on the season that they didn't tell you about? Or what, what do they talk about typically in those situations? No, I mean, sometimes if I like, I think I was probably beating myself up about the, the about that challenge because I am really good at that beating myself up that is. <laughs> um, so I was probably doing some like self-reflection and, and, you know, not being nice in my self-talk and um she, I think that's kind of when she brought it up to me, like, Hey, just so you know, and she could have just been literally blowing smoke to make me feel better. Um, or it could have been true. I have no idea. And I'll never know, but 
it was an interesting tidbit. Yeah. I know we're getting towards the end here, but I have one last question I would love to hear. What Mm -hmm. is your favorite slash funniest story from your whole road rules challenge career that when you think back on, it's like, that was one of my favorite moments that I've had doing this crazy reality TV experience. Um, so I think the, now it's a necklace with Brad in Inferno two was pretty funny. Um, and that was a, a very drunken night for all of us, which was super fun. You were um, in the yeah, van, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> now it's a necklace. And he like pulls it over. But there were so many, there were so many good, good times like that. Just, you know, when you're young and dumb and you wake up the next day and go, oh my gosh, can you believe that happened? And that happened. And then it was funny. I was just watching. Um, I just posted it recently on my Instagram. There was um, like outtakes from the duel that they never showed, or maybe they showed them after each episode. They showed like a funny thing that had happened in the episode. And it was CT had passed out drunk on his bed. And Johnny, Robin, and I put lipstick on him, a bra on him, and like <laughs> dressed him all up. And then he woke up in the morning and he was so mad. I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm scared of my life. <laughs> but um, that was really funny too. Just like doing quirky, silly things like that in the house, you know, um, with everybody. But I, I'm going to be honest, it was so long ago. I, I did road rules when I was 22. So 20 years ago now, which is insane. Um, in fact, I turned 23 while we were filming. And um, so it was like a lifetime ago. So that some of my memories are a little blurry from that time because it was so long ago. Um, but then I'll watch something and go, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, I remember that now. But um, and I think one of the challenges that was really funny is they had us do this eating challenge on the duel. I don't know if you guys remember this. They separated us into two. We very much. We very much. Yeah, so it was the team that gained the most amount of weight from eating. And it was like at one point, CT and, um, uh, oh my gosh, he was my Evan. Evan. They started screwing around and they were like throwing, oh, like throwing liquid at each other, which was totally illegal and gave them a leg up in the game because they're all wet. Um, But that was just, it got to be a really funny challenge. And there was just flies landing on the food. It was super gross, you know, (laughs) just, I don't know. Oh, I did want to mention one thing if I can, um, because I was really pissed they didn't air this. Um, So that first nomination that happened on Challenge World, yes, went first. And he's like, and I'm going to vote in, you know, he's talking about like the the bottom teams, you got to step it up. And I immediately after he said that said, I came in fifth, just like that. I said it just like that. I came in fifth. And I was so proud of myself because I don't usually, I'm not usually confrontational. I don't usually stand up for myself, but I was like, mm, excuse me, I came in fifth and they didn't air it. And I was mad about that. I wanted that to be in there. Like it, um, I stood up for myself. Dang it. <laughs> did I need them respond to that or did they just kind of let it ride? No, but I could see yes's face kind of go, Hmm, that's right. <laughs> Maybe you know, I should have couched um, this a different way as I make this nomination. Yeah, I'm like, this probably, you're not probably voting for me based on rankings, because if that was the case, you'd be voting for Naya. So, and I think that was the first time during that nomination that it started to become clear to me that Naya had more connections in the house than I did, or that I knew that she had. Um, so, you know, just one more reason for ben ha and i to try to go to work or for me to try to go to work explaining to ben ha how the game works so (laughs) which is gonna be a journey but anyway for sure 
All right. Well, thanks for your time, Jody. We really appreciate it. Um, it was great speaking with you. I think we're all rooting for you as we talk, watch World Championship. Um, hopefully you win. We'll find out soon. Um, and hopefully we'll see you back on the show. I guess that should be our last question before we leave. Will we see you back on the show um, anytime soon? I would love to do the show again. Um, like I said, I'm always searching for a full-time job. So that would be the only thing preventing me. If I got a full-time job, it's game over for being able to go do the game. You know, I, I can't just sit around and wait for the challenge to call me and have me on again. Um, I have a real life with my family and responsibilities and stuff. So if I get a job, which is my ultimate goal, then that would unfortunately keep me from doing the show, but I'd love to do another one. Do you want to plug anything for social media or anything like that before we go? I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Jody underscore MTV. And then I do have a cameo account, although I've done, I haven't done very much on there, but I will, if you guys uh, want me to, but uh, I've done one message and one text message and no reviews yet. Come on guys, review me. Um, but anyway, so I'm on there. Sweet. I will, I will say I was very impressed with your uh, singing abilities after leaving your Instagram account. Uh, doesn't leave surprise. All right. So go ahead. Very much a hobby, a hobby. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. We plan to recap episode uh, four. We're already on episode four of world championship on Thursday after, after it airs on Wednesday. Talk to you again soon. Have a good night. Bye.